Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Victor. I hope hey, you guys. had a good uh, time at the wedding. Yeah, you know, weddings are uh, fun and not fun at the same time, but <laughs> it was a great time. Yeah, being around family, I mean, it's just it's a good time. All yeah, around, that's you know. the best part. You see you see family that you haven't seen in so long, but um, how you been? Me? I've been pretty good. Um, you know, better than I deserve for sure, but I've just been going along you know, with school and stuff, kind of going with the flow, um, which is actually an interesting, interesting thing that I've been thinking about lately is like that, that's not what I want with my life. You know, I don't want to just be going with the flow. I don't want to just be getting into my routine and, you know, Mondays are youth, Tuesdays are Bible study or whatever, Wednesdays is choir and, and so on throughout the week. It just got, I was just like, because I have a lot of time to think driving back and forth. I just don't want it to be so scheduled or almost, mm-hmm. or almost so like, it just felt really fake to me, you know? Yeah, that's something that I was actually thinking about last night. Um, <clears throat> just like, why did Jesus die on the cross for us? Mm. And I was thinking like, how many people just take that for granted in, in in a sense where like, do you really think Jesus died on the cross so that you could, you know, sit in the pews comfortably once a week mm-hmm. and then go back to your nice house, your nice family. And of course, you know, those things are all good. But at the end of the day, is that the only reason, oh, you, you know, you live for God is all those things. And, and basically like, it's like Jesus didn't die for us just to have an easy life, you know, mm-hmm. He died so that we would die as well to our own passions and he could live through us. And if we look at our, truly look at our lives and think, are we actually living a life for Christ? You know, because it's, it's hard because um, like you were saying, it's like, it's so easy just to kind of go with the flow and everything. But um, it's also dangerous, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, and it's just not fulfilling, you know, even in your own life, in your own heart, like just... You feel so empty inside, you know, and that's that's because you're not actively seeking after Christ. And I feel like when we're in that moment, you know, when we're seeking after Christ and we're trying to abide with Him and He in us, more importantly, um, that's that's when your life almost becomes interesting, you know, where it's not just mundane, where it's not just like the everyday, but it, it's it's completely new. And that's just because God can reveal something to you completely, you know. <clears throat> completely new to you every single day because God is just endless in his mysteries and, and who he is. And when you were seeking after him, like it's it's never going to get old. But the, but the problem is, is that we, like you said before, we just get comfortable in our relationship, comfortable in, in how far we are right now, how far we are along. But the problem is, is, is you never can stop moving. So either yeah. if you're not actively getting closer to God, you're getting further away from him. You can't just stand still in where you are, you know. Yeah, it's like a, there's a song that just came out. It's called Monday Morning Faith by Chelsea Plank. And um, the words are just like, I want to meet with you more than Sundays because that's not enough to get me through the rough. I need a Monday morning faith. I want to hear you in more than just one way. Show your voice in all the mundane things. You're in the in-between. You're in my everything. And that's all I really need. It's not just Mondays either. We need it every single day, you know? Yeah, that's like the song was just basically saying, like, you know, like a lot of times we wake up and we start our week, but it's just kind of us starting our week. It's not God, mm. 
you know, starting it with us. And that's, that's what I, like, my point was where it's kind of like Jesus died so that we can have a daily relationship with him and truly live for him and build up his kingdom, not just our own or not our, our own at all, you know, mm-hmm. just b- build up his kingdom, you know, one brick at a time. And a lot of times take us, we take that for granted where we just show up, do our part kind of thing. You know, we check, check off our checklist and that's it. It's like, imagine like Jesus, Jesus died on the cross for us, of course, to save our souls. But what are we doing with that? Mm. What are we doing to show that? Thank you. What are we doing to actually, um, you know, live, give our lives to him in, in, because he gave us or gave us his life first, you know? Absolutely. And I like just mentioned the Monday morning faith, like, People get so comfortable on Sundays, you know, Sundays is the day to the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. Sundays is my day that's dedicated to Him. Okay, but now Monday comes along, and now what? You know, now now you're just serving yourself, now you're going to work, now you're doing all these things, which seemingly aren't bad, but the problem is is when we don't start with Him, because everything mm-hmm. should stem from our relationship with Christ, our entire lives, because even, even in something as simple or as, you know, mundane as work if that's not started with him if we don't start mm. first our day or not even just start but just actively walk through our day yeah. with him and in constant prayer <clears throat> praying without ceasing and reading his word um then it's just it becomes so like almost pointless yeah. you know meaningless well uh, one thing I want, I want to talk about what you just said and then but before that um uh, basically, like if man, I kind of lost my train of thought, but um, it kind of stems back to a couple episodes where we talked about being uncomfortable. You know, mm-hmm. remember that? And um, that's when we basically just set apart. Okay, God is for church, and then I'll take care of everything. The rest, mm-hmm. like I, everything's fine over here. You know, I'll I'll talk to God my two hours every week, and then we kind of separate things. You know what I mean? So then. If you look at it, you know, you, you give God that those two hours, you're getting closer to him in a way, but then the rest of the week, you're just backtracking. So in the grand scheme of things, you're going way, way further, further away from God, you know, and before you know it, it's like, oh, I don't even need to go to church anymore. Like, I'm good, you know? Yeah, and it, it actually doesn't even need to be just the, the two hours. It could be, you could be at church every single day of the week and True. still be yeah. in that kind of, you know, mindset where God is just for church in these four walls, and then outside of that, I'm on my own. Yeah. I don't, God can't see me. I can do whatever I want. And it might not be, you know, that conscious, like, uh, thought that comes to your mind, or you, that's, those, that's exactly what you're thinking, but your actions prove that. And, you know, your actions sometimes speak louder than your words mm-hmm. do. So we can we can dedicate our lives, we can speak all the right words, but when it comes down to it, if we're not actively um, living this Christian life, you know, then then it's all just meaningless. Yeah, one thing you mentioned and thought it was interesting: praying without ceasing. You know, the Bible says that. What do you think? What do you think that looks like? What do you think that means to, to pray without ceasing? I think it's a very because um, I mean, if if we take it literally, then it's praying every single second. You know, it is and. 
and that's 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 the way I lean to. Me and me and me and Ravim would always have talked about that before, and we we try to get get down deep into it. But praying without ceasing, I just think it means that lifestyle, uh, a lifestyle of seeking after God. Mm-hmm. And um, a person that I really like to explain it this way um, is Caroline Leaf. And she's a neuroscientist, um, very, very smart woman. And she has a lot of, of things to say, but essentially what, what it is is when we make a decision, right, whatever it is, even no matter how small, there's that split second in our minds that that we take to, to make that decision, mm-hmm. either yes or no, either this or that, you know, or it could be multiple options. And in, in that split second, it could take longer for bigger decisions. It took it took it could take uh, less time for smaller decisions. Regardless, that all goes on in our minds, mm-hmm. you know. And we are body or, or uh, body, spirit, and mind, or sometimes also called the soul. Mind and soul is um, often, you know, they're just called the same thing. It's referring to that same thing. But in that space, in that time where we make our decisions, that is where the Holy Spirit lies. And that is Mm -hmm. where the Holy Spirit uh, works. Um, Because what the mind does is it connects the spirit, the spiritual side of us, to our flesh, to the body. And the the soul would the same thing. The soul connects the spirit to the body. So in that that space, um, the Holy Spirit would work. And in us as Christians... When we recognize the Holy Spirit working, now when we have that decision to make in our minds, we can turn to the Holy Spirit and ask, Holy Spirit, which one is the right way? Mm-hmm. And we ought to do that for almost every decision. All, not almost every single decision that we make. And in that split second, we can turn to, turn to the Lord and say, Lord, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what to do. Or may, I might have a, a, an idea of what to do, but I want to know what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. You know? And in that way, and that's how you start to learn to hear God's voice and le- learn to hear the move, moving of the Holy Spirit. And that's how she described praying without ceasing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something formal. It wasn't something that where you had to be on your knees 24-7. Right. But it was in, in, even in your mind where you make decisions and you just call upon to the Lord, Lord, which way is right? Which way is right? Le- right or left? Yes or no? Yeah. And in all these kind of ways, that, that's how she described praying without ceasing. Yeah, like... That's like a lot, a lot of people like can read that and be like, oh man, like I got to be on my knees 24-7. And that's where people mistake Christianity as like religion instead of relationship, you know. Um, like just like this song says, like when you're close to God, when you have an actual relationship with God and every single day relationship with God, and he's basically, you're thinking about him all like the whole day. Like he's in everything. He's in all the mundane things, all the things that you might think like, oh, those things don't matter. He's there. Like, in my personal life, it's like I'm driving down in the car, like, just somewhere, and I'm thinking about something, you know, and it doesn't have to do with God, but I bring God into it. I'm like, God, what do you think about this? You know, what should I do in this situation? Where it's it's not that God's on the, on the, on the back shelf of your mind, but he's in the front. He's in the, the complete top priority, only thing you, you have. So, of course, if he's the top priority, the only thing you have, then he's going to be in every single thing of your, of your life. You know, you're driving on the work on the way to work. You can be thinking about so many other things, or you can just not be thinking. But if you have a relationship with God, you know, you're gonna be like, "Oh, God, like bless this day at work." You know, how can I be useful today? Mm. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> even not thinking, from from what I've heard, uh, 
girls don't know what that actually means, not to think. <laughs> <laughs> they say that they're always thinking about something. I always, I, I always catch myself, like, if you're driving, like, 20 minutes, you know, and then you're just, like, man, like, where like, to you, go? Don't, you don't remember <laughs> yeah. anything you just did. You just, like, drove without. Yeah, yeah, kind of going on autopilot. <clears throat> but back back to kind of what we were talking about and it's also like when, when we're so close with god when we have that unity with the holy spirit then then he will place in thoughts in our minds you know because what who are we at that point because it's all about god it's all mm-hmm. gods that means even the thoughts in our minds even the desires in our heart they're from the lord you know and that's that's a very interesting thing way of thinking about it because we don't think about it often enough, but and that's because we're not in that place of unity with Him. We're mm-hmm. not one with His Spirit, you know. But that's also, I mean, praying without ceasing. You know, that's an, it's an interesting thing to to talk about. But where does it like? Why do we need to pray without ceasing? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, it, honestly, it's it's not that. Um, it, it's a choice, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you you could just carry on with your life and not and not do it, you know. But I even it may not even be a choice. It's more like just like a um, a reaction. Mm-hmm. If you're close to God, then it's gonna happen. You know, pray without season. You're continuously gonna talk with him you know it's like you can't help it you're so in love with god that's all you want to do you know if he's not in everything then whatever he's not in needs to go you know if there's things in your life where god doesn't fit it's not that god has to be taken out it's those things have to be taken out of your life you know what i mean so i feel like it's more of just a reaction it's more of a um it's like a natural thing you know what i mean right and like we were talking about before, just praying without ceasing is that relationship. You know, mm-hmm. you you can't separate that relationship. How you just said, it's it's not really a choice. It's a reaction to to that um, unity. I guess you can say again with Christ that we we are called to have. When we give up our lives for Him, mm-hmm. we lay down the me, the I. Then out of that, you know place of humility just flows like a constant prayer and, and prayer doesn't have to be something that's like like we talked about before so formal it can mm-hmm. literally just be in your thoughts it can be you know you can talk to yourself but also to god because he's always there but i agree with that i think yeah. i think you said it really well what uh, and just kind of going back to the song i mentioned earlier um so i'm just trying to find the lyrics um, it says hell's not scared of a Sunday faith, if it because it, it only leads to an e- empty praise. What really makes darkness run is when saints arise and praise in quiet on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday to know you, to love you, to choose you. Mm. Like truly, like when we're like Christians who have a Sunday morning faith, where their own their faith is only activated in church, they're useless. You know. They're doing nothing to, to build up the kingdom. Like what? You you go to church and you're receiving something for yourself and then you go and you don't even do anything with it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it, it kind of like, it saddens me because so many people um, do that where they're, they, 
Jesus died for them, but all they do is say, okay, that's cool. I'm going to go to church, and that's good enough, you know? Yeah. And like you said, um, how this Monday morning faith is, is not is not just for, you know, it doesn't mean just one day more out of the week. You know, mm-hmm. you had you yeah. had it on you had it on Sunday, now you have it on Monday. But I think it's just referencing to like that just breaking those um things in your life, like the not stereotypical, but like just the regular day to day things in your life mm-hmm. where you break that habit and you and you take on Christ. But where does that Monday morning faith come from? Like how 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 would you how how would you say like you said Sunday morning faith is useless, but now Monday morning faith, and subsequently for the rest of your week, mm-hmm. the rest of your life having that faith, where does it come from and how do you get it if you don't have it right now? Um, <clears throat> one thing I kind of look at is a lot of a lot of Christians. I've had a lot of conversation with friends with other people, and they say, oh, they're always like, hey, like, um. I, I tried everything, you know. I just can't get myself to read the Bible. I can't get myself to focus on God. I can't get myself to whatever. It's like it, it's just not working out for me, you know. And I think about it, and I'm like, I brought up this example before. It's like, okay, if if you have, you know, a gallon of, of a, some sort of um, drink, you know, and someone tells you, if if you don't drink that whole gallon every single day, you're going to die. And it's true for everyone around you, you know. Everyone needs to drink that gallon, otherwise otherwise they're going to die. So, you know, a couple weeks go by, a couple weeks go by, and you're just getting sick and sick and sicker. And you're saying, hey, like, this stuff is not working. You know, it's not working for me. Like, what's going on? And then you look at your gallons, it's like, you know, you take a sip out one day, maybe take a cup out the next day, or one day you skip it. And the next day you're, you know, you're whatever, you, Sunday morning comes and you have a little bit more. But it's not that, um, you know, you're, it's, 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 you're supposed to have that full gallon. But all you're doing is bits and pieces, bits and pieces coming in. So, are, like, are you telling me that it's not working? you tell telling me, like, this, like, the same way, is, is Jesus not working for you in life? You know, like, that's the one answer to everything. And you're saying that it's not for you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not that it's not working. It's that you don't want it to work. It's a choice. God gives us that choice to truly seek him, mm-hmm. to wake up. And it's not like, you know, God's going to put a joystick on you and, and make you get up and read your Bible and, and start praying. It's a choice. Yeah. We, we, we wake up every single day with that choice. Am I going to give this day to God? You know, am I going to build up God's kingdom today? You know, God, please use me today. Mm-hmm. But we, we like to go to, oh, it's not working for me, you know, or maybe in the future uh, it'll, it'll work out. It's like, why do, why do we do that? Why do we make that choice of, like, it's, it's we don't want, we, we just don't want to, you know. You yeah. truly are too comfortable in your own life that you don't want to wake up a little earlier. You don't want to pray a little more. And, then, and, you know, it's fine. You can talk to God and be like, hey, this is, you know, I, I feel like it's not working, but I'm going to continue to, seek after you. The Bible says, seek and you shall find, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it may feel like, oh, I tried already. And, but you, all you did was try reading a chapter every single day for a week. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, 
you know, you, you mentioned about that choice, and I and even like whatever whatever your views are on, on that, you know, on choosing, um, in 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 regards to salvation, r- regardless of that, I think that like you said, that's true. That we have a choice every single day on whether or not we're gonna we're gonna consciously go and seek after God, because that's what we're called to do. You know, we're called to um, be set apart. And we can't be set apart by our own selves. You know, we can't be set apart because of something that we could do, but it's because of the change that occurs in us mm-hmm. because of salvation, you know. And it's also an ongoing change. It's not like you're one and done because we still fall and we still have room to improve, you know, the continuously be, be being sanctified by God's grace, sanctification. It's not doesn't happen in one 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 day, but it's our entire lives that we go and we continue to seek after him and just grow closer to him abide in him Mm -hmm. you know it's not it's not necessarily that like like we strive to or we strive to um you know be good or we strive to you know be perfect but we strive to abide in him Mm -hmm. you know we we need to make that choice like you said to make that conscious effort to uh say okay lord i want to i want to spend this time with you this time that i have you know set apart but also my entire day, not just the time that's, that's set apart, but every single moment that in my life, I want it to be yours, and I want it. I want to f- feel your presence here, you know. And when we're not doing that, and we're not actively seeking after His presence, that's where we fall into the the trap of being comfortable, or we we or being satisfied, you know. And, and Christ, in Christ is the the Christ is the satisfaction that we that we need, but. What I mean by being satisfied is like like we said before, just being comfortable. You know, being okay with with your current relationship with God, mm-hmm. or being okay with, you know, your current standing in the church. Yeah, like that. Bringing up what you just talked about, the, the verse that that comes from. It's one of my favorite passages to read, to study, is John fifteen. Uh, starts from verse one. I am the true vine, and my Father the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away, and every branch that does not or that does bear fruit, He prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branches cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and, and I in him, he is it that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's such a deep thing. I feel like we should take a episode and, and just talk about those couple verses. But... Um, that last part, it's like, apart from apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah. Like, having, being, uh, abiding in Christ is, is, is like you having that Monday morning faith, that every single day faith. You know, it's not that, like, if you're in that vine, you're not, you can't just jump off on and back on and back on if you're a branch. If your position in, is in Christ, that's not going to change, you know? our conditions might change around us like things might be changing in our life but we're still on a, a branch on on that vine if we truly have a relationship with Christ mm-hmm. you know and, yeah. the, and it's where we bear fruit where that fruit comes from yeah and if we're not bearing fruit you know it's not it's not saying that it's it's still a branch off that same vine but if we're not bearing fruit you know that would also almost mean like how you said that we just have faith on Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, or we have that, you know, 
one day a week that's dedicated to the Lord, if even that. And but we're not bearing fruit. So it says that he cuts us off. He cuts mm-hmm. us away, you know, and like that's some pretty serious stuff if you think about it. Because like if we're not bearing fruit, if we don't have that evidence to show of the in- internal transformation, like we could say that we're changed, we could say that we're saved all we want to. But the, where people start to question that and where people, I mean, in their own selves, is where they don't bear fruit. And if you're not bearing fruit, then can you really call yourself changed? Yeah. Can you really call yourself saved? I would say no. Yeah, I mean, me and Sam always talk about this being in that mindset of truly saying, like, apart from Christ, I can do nothing. Mm. If we live like that, where every single day we wake up and say, God, apart from you, I can do nothing. Like, I can't do a single thing. And it's true. So many times it's true in our lives. Like, I can't get up and be happy and go be happy going to work without Jesus. Mm. I can't go into my ministry with strength and with... um, you know, readiness to serve without Jesus. If we truly have that, where in every aspect of our lives, we think, Jesus, help me, I need you for this. That's, that's true relationship. Yeah. That is, it's so beautiful because in those little things where you're just saying, like, God, like, I, I'm, I'm stressing out about this. You know, like, I'm struggling with this right now, like, or I don't have the strength for this right now. It's like, you could just talk and, and talk with him about it, you know, and, and he gives you that strength out of nowhere. It's like I, I know for a fact, like, w- there's so many times in my life where I'm just like, man, how am I still, like, going right now? Like, how in the past couple, like, TBS, like, every year you're, like, struggling so hard. And by the end last year, like, <laughs> how am I alive right now, you know? Yeah. And, like, for me personally, like, that um, that message just really hit home um, over the summer because we had this music school at our church. And I had the great idea to also work nights during that. Mm. So uh, I didn't work every night. It was just every other every other um, night. So I would finish the school at like 6, 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually there would be something going on afterwards, like youth, or we would just go and hang out. At 11 o'clock, I would start work. At 7.30, I would be done. And I would, 8 a.m., have classes right again. So like, and that went on for six weeks. And like, it really put a new um, new meaning to the verse where it says, "In my weakness, He is made strong." Mm-hmm. Because I was so weak, I was yeah. I was dead. You know, I was just like, I could not function on my own. But the Lord, He gave me strength, and the Lord, and I, and it, it was just so such a different um, feeling. I've never I've never experienced that before. Mm-hmm. Where literally my body was was uh, was so weak, was so tired, but yet I was fully here. You know, I was able to focus. I was able to do all these things, and it was wasn't anything that I did. It wasn't anything that I could have done. No amount of caffeine could have helped me there. You mm-hmm. know, but it was only the Lord, and and I didn't even drink coffee that most days. You know, it's just because like I had that um, I had that. Sh- uh, faith in the Lord that he would help me through it, you know, yeah, if this is his will that he would, he would help me through and he did, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Like that's, you know, that's relatable. And I mean, not to the fact that, like, you know, that I was there in the Bible school, but like so many other times in my life where the only explanation where I could go into, go into, wake up happy, you know, even though I'm so tired is because I had Jesus, you know, because Jesus was in everything that I was doing. So it's not just, oh, I'm waking up and going to work. It's like I'm waking up and living for Jesus today. Mm-hmm. That's my motivation. That's the only reason I'm up right now, you know. And um, 
and and a lot of people think it's so hard to get into that like oh man you just got to be like this crazy christian or whatever but it's like no it it's that's just that's the base of christianity is that you have a relationship with christ yeah. you know it doesn't come after 30 40 years of course it gets stronger and stronger but it should start off as a relationship where you're simply just like god every day is yours and i know apart from you god i can't do anything so i'm not going to even try with my own strength mm. you know I'm not going to try to wake up and, and try to figure things out on my own, but you're just in my everything, in the mundane things, even the things that I don't think matter. You care about them, you know, and you're going to help me out with those things. Yeah, and like it says, like, um, I'm pretty sure it's in Second Peter, um, how you just mentioned the that you care about us, you know, casting your anxieties on mm -hmm. him because he cares for you. Like your anxiety, everything that, you know, you think is going wrong, you bring that to him. And you bring that to him because he cares about you. Yeah. And and, and you take a step back and you th and you think about it like, um, like the fact that God cares about you is just, just it's just mind blowing, you know? Because he, everything everything who God is and all all of um, his attributes, and and yet he has time for you, the God of all the universe, the Creator of everything. Yeah, like you know, personally going through something rough in my life right now where it's like, it's just so tough, you know? Yeah. And um, we go through those things, and it's like, if if this was a couple years ago, if I'm living in the world, I would be so shooken by it. I would be so mm -hmm. just in such, like, despair, you know? But somehow I'm here sitting. I woke up early to come here and, and talk about Jesus, you know? And I could say that the joy that I have in my heart is not my own. I didn't produce nothing, you know? I can't. I can't produce any good. But that's Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. you know, that I'm able to sit here with joy, with a smile on my face, even though things may not be going the, thing, the way I want it. Because I know in the grand scheme of things, I'm following after Christ. He has plans for me that I, don't, I can't even imagine or dream of, yeah. you know. So if, if I put our faith in Christ, if he's in our everything, if he's our only plan, and that's the only thing that's worth it in our lives, the only thing we're chasing, then we have everything. No matter what happens, if something doesn't work out, it didn't even matter in the, in, the, in the first place because I have Jesus. That's the only thing I need. So if this thing didn't work out, it doesn't matter, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the essence of Monday morning faith, you know? That's yeah. exactly what that means. And I think that's a good way to, you know, wrap things up and it's just like, is Christ, is Jesus Christ all that you need? Yeah, like just, you know, go, go and think about it. Like, what kind of faith do I have? Do I have a faith... That ends, starts and ends on Sunday? Do I have a faith that only starts when I'm going through a struggle and ends when that struggle ends, you know? Because, man, like, that's just, you're just using God at that point. Like, of, of course, he wants us to come in our struggles and everything, but it's it's just not, there's no growth in that, you know? If, if, we're, if we're praising God in our, in our highest and lowest, and that's true relationship. No matter what our condition is, out like outside, whatever's going on in our lives, we still have that that rock, that solid firm foundation. So yeah, just, I mean, just we all. It's it's important to always self reflect. Like, you know, where is my faith at? Do I even have a faith? Do I even have a Sunday? Do I have any faith at all? You mm -hmm. know, yeah. or am I just kind of going along with the flow? Because you know, my my parents, I grew up in the church or whatever. Yeah. It's tough, but you have to be honest with yourself, you know. And it's tough to, to, to realize that and and say like, God, where do I start, you know? Yeah. 
And I mean, it starts with that prayer of saying, like, God, honestly, I don't, I don't know how to have this relationship. Um, I don't I feel like this is not going to work out, or I feel like something's not, not this is not for me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just truly have that. That's where it starts, just that talking. Like, you're talking to a friend, like, hey, yeah. I, this relationship is, is, is weak. You know, I need you, you know. And it might be helpful to talk to a friend, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like, sometimes it's really hard just to visualize that or or to like to you know to have it make sense in your in your head like you know talking to god like you would a friend but honestly if you just sit down with like someone that you trust or whatever you know like i'm sitting down with with victor right now and just talk mm-hmm. talk about your problems and like the, the the point of that and even so why it says like confess your sins to one another it's because even even though you're talking, you know, actually talking to this person, but God is still there. Yeah, it's Amen. like God is not is God is not like uh, somewhere far away, but He's right there with you guys. You know, yeah. two or three where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there also. Mm-hmm. You know, He doesn't need an invitation; He's already there. So, like, if you're struggling with that with that kind of you know conversation with God, then try it in front of a person. Just try having mm-hmm. a conversation with a person, and then acknowledge the fact that God is here, that you're also talking with God. You know? Yeah, like, I, I thank God every day for those friends I have in Christ, like the brothers in Christ who I'm able to go and be like, hey, I'm, I'm struggling with this right now. I'm having a hard time understanding this. I'm going through something where, you know, I, I just, I don't get why this is happening. You know, and, and praise God that, you know, he, we have those friends, those brothers and sisters in Christ that lift us up and are there to cry with us, to pray with us, mm-hmm. to figure things out, you know. And it's just knowing that we're not alone, and, and praise God. If you don't, if you don't have a circle around you of good Christian friends, get get into uh, into a circle like that. You know, if you're not in a church, join a church that is loving, that um, brings you up. You know, if you have friends that are just kind of knocking you down, leave that. And go to people who are going to love you and support you. Yeah. God bless you guys. Um, yeah, just just a reminder for all of you guys, if you want to hear about a certain topic or you actually want to come on with us, you know, and, and discuss a topic that you're really passionate about, please reach out. Um, there's so many ways that you can reach out to me or Victor personally. You can DM the City Lights youth page uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can even email email us. And I think I got the podcast the email wrong last time, but it's clymorningpodcast at gmail.com. So please reach out. Uh, we want to talk about what you want to talk about because, I mean, me and Victor can only come up with so many ideas. So just a reminder, just reach out. Yeah. And God bless you guys. God bless you guys.